Hey, ladies. I hope you all are um, having a good day. I'm I'm cooling. I'm definitely cooling. I told you guys I'm making it my business to be on here and to get with y'all as much as I possibly can. Um, I number one. <laughs> let's get started. Um, I am your good girlfriend, Chanel Serenita. And thank you for joining me on the Queen's Corner podcast, where one where, where womanhood, excuse me, where womanhood is golden. And I am here to provide an experience for you all to delve deep, 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 deeper into self-love, self-value, and self-preservation. As I do the same for myself. And I want you to desire to become the best, best person you could possibly be, the best version of yourself. So I want you guys to journey with me as we heal and as we um, heal from our past and we thrive through our present. I miss you guys as always. Um, So we are going to check in a little bit and let me just make sure that I have everything on task, which I believe I do. Yes. Um, so the segment that we're working on, you guys know that we're working on a new segment. And this is something that's going to be brand new, but I want to keep it going. So that the segment is healing. Healing is the trend. But are you doing the work, though? Healing is the trend. But are you doing the work, though? So that's where we are today. Um, I'm feeling snuggly. If y'all don't know, I love me a good um, a good sweatsuit or one of these. <laughs> I love me a good sweatsuit. I love to feel comfortable. Of course, I am a, um, I'm actually a t-shirt, leather jacket, high heels and jeans type of girl. Um, but I also wear high heels with sweats. And I love me a pair of sneakers too. So I like to mix it up, but I love me a nice sweatsuit, something that's comfortable and feel good on me. Um, if you guys hear the fan in the back, I'm, I do apologize. It is from my computer. I hope you are still hearing me well. <laughs> um, so yeah, so as far as uh, our episode for today, I had to look down on my I have a lot of books over here today, y'all. A lot of books. I'm I'm organized, but my table is a little unorganized. Let me be honest, or unorganized today, and I don't know how because I just I set everything up. But I do have a bad habit of I love books and I love writing and reading books. So I have stuff everywhere. Like I like I told y'all before, I can read a thousand books at one time. It's so sad, but I just love reading books. Um. Anyway, so the episode for today is called Running From My Past, But It Caught Up With Me. I've been running from my past, but it caught up with me. Living in the past, struggling with letting go of the past, making space for what's next. Um, so when I say I'm... When I say running from the past, 
I don't know if this is something that you guys have ever experienced, but I, when I wrote this title, I looked at it from so many different perspectives. So for one, yeah, I need to begin. Um, when I say running from the past, okay, sorry guys. When I say running from the past, you could, you know, some, some of us, we don't take that time to go through the healing process of what we may have endured in our past. And whether it was a, a, tra a traumatic event that took place that kept us wounded, um, or another perspective would be um, running from the past. Another, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. But another perspective would be not identifying with what you dealt with back then not identifying with it, not allowing it to show up, not, you know, I know um, I've heard people say that they, they buried their past. You buried your past and you're done with it. Well, if you, if you buried it and it's still alive in you, you just buried it alive and more than likely, eventually it's going to just come back up to the surface. It's not going to just die off. Because it's gonna things are gonna happen like triggers, like someone else in your life is gonna show up, um, showing you something in you that you didn't even see before because, or you didn't allow yourself to see because you th you think that you hid it or you got rid of it, but really it's still there. So there are different perspectives and different ways to look at running from your past. Um, the main thing for me is just not dealing with your your stuff, not dealing with your shit. If you don't deal with it, what are you going to do? You, you, you're going to allow it to keep resurfacing or keep going around in this circle. So um, before I get into it, I want to look, I want to go over this quote. This quote that I found in this book that I've been reading from, I think I showed you guys before. Here it is. It's called The Complete Pocket Positives. Isn't that what it's called? Yeah, The Complete Pocket Positives. I'm grateful for all of my problems as each of them was overcome. I became, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm thinking and reading. I'm grateful for all my problems as each of them was overcome. I became stronger and more able to meet those yet to come. I grew on my difficulties. I feel that I'm going to read it again. I'm grateful for all my problems. As each of them was overcome, I became stronger and more able to meet those yet to come. I grew on my difficulties. I can definitely resonate with that. Um, the more, and, and, and I'm not saying that I want more problems because I don't. But one thing somebody told me not too long ago was um, I like, I have, like, I, if I'm going to have problems, I prefer them to be good problems. But the problems that I have right now, I wouldn't trade them for someone else's. Because there's somebody that has problems a lot worse than what yours are. But the problems that you do have, you have to grow from them and learn from them. And then that goes back to our episode for today. Our topic for today. Are we healing from our 
difficulties are we healing from our traumas our our past and and what we've seen to be um to be more of a problem than a lesson right so stepping into this new identity and the new transformations in my life i realized that The, the the issues and the things of my past, I have been taking inventory and, and learning that they are, they are all still here. That even though I thought that I was healed from things, they show up. So I'm going to talk about this, what I'm about to share with you all. I'm going to talk about it in other episodes as well. Um, we're family. You know, so whatever. I recently was in a situation. I was in a relationship. And it ended and it did not end well. And it was, I was in a relationship with a friend, someone that I had known for a very long time. And it wasn't supposed to become a relationship. It just happened. And um, we didn't even deem it as a relationship. But that's what was happening. And over time, you know, love happened and all of these things. And it was a short amount of time that we were seeing each other. Um, but during this time, okay, so I'll get to the breakup. When the breakup took place, I realized that, that's when I realized that I was dealing with a few different things which I'm going to talk about in the future. But I was trying to run away from what we had going on. I believed that I was going to be hurt, which I wound up being hurt. Um, I also realized that I had abandonment issues and that I still, that we both, were what is it called um i can't remember the, the phrase right now but codependent we were codependent on each other's energy and i felt like in that space that that he was a little bit more codependent on my energy than i was with his but our situation it made me fall i fell really hard i fell in love and then it was snatched away from me right and within that time, um, number one, I realized that the hurt that I was scared of came from my past. I've been hurt so many times, especially by men, and not just men in relationships, but men in my family that have made me feel rejected or um, misunderstood or unloved or um, abandoned in a way. And... I was scared that that was going to happen again. And so I ran from it a few times and then it wound up ending. And then I realized that, no, I wanted this back. I wanted it. Right. But then it was gone and it crushed me and it crushed me. And it, it, it pulled so much out of me. And I wanted it back and I was trying to like force it back. And I was like trying to force things to happen. And 
things to work out. And then I realized that I'm back to, I, I was back to feeling like a little girl being unloved or being abandoned by another man. Um, I think we've all, I'm not going to say we all, some people have never felt that before. But for me, I have felt abandoned on so many different levels um, and friendships, um, relationships, family, things like that. And this time I was, I just, I couldn't deal with it again. I couldn't feel it again. So it was hurting me. Um, and then not just that is, so it resurfaced. So that was something that resurfaced that I really didn't even realize I was still dealing with. And the reason why I didn't realize it is because when I came out of my marriage, although I felt a space of abandonment through my marriage, um, he never really knew that I, I felt abandoned. I, I would tell him little things, but I did. I felt abandoned, but I got used to it. I got used to it. So it didn't really hurt as big, right? And then when I really did start feeling the abandonment there. I felt the hurt a little bit, but not as much as I did. Um, honestly, this time around, I, I don't know what it was. I don't know. I honestly can't tell you what gave me this. It was an abundance of pain. It was an abundance of pain for something that did not last long. Although we were friends before, it just did not it took me out. It took me into a whole nother space. And I can't even explain to you why. Um, so it forced me to look at myself. It did. And honestly, that entire relationship forced me to look at myself. There were a lot of times when he would mirror. I could see him. I could see a reflection of me in him. Um running from not giving things my all or being complacent or um, all over the place, you know, feelings all over the place, emotions, life, the balance wasn't there. Um, although there were great times at that, in that moment, in that experience, the, I am grateful that it allowed me it forced me to look at me and it forced me to get here. Like Chanel, nah, you know, if a person can make you feel like that when they're gone, that means that there's some things in you that you really need to work on. You really need to put a little bit more focus on Chanel and understanding the layers in you that you probably didn't bury or thought was you were done with, you know, and you're not really done with. Um, there were times when I thought that I healed from my, me and my dad's relationship. Our relationship was a lot, you know, um, it was very unhealthy. I would say that my dad is, I'm getting so many, so many emails coming through here. Um, it was unhealthy honestly. And I was very young. 
as I've gotten older, I've worked really diligently on forgiveness and understanding that um, giving him grace as I am doing with my, my last situation, figuring out where, you know, where does he deserve grace? And also just like, no, I can never allow somebody to make me feel like that again. Right. But working through the stuff, um, some time ago, a few months ago, actually, I went on a rant with, with my dad, right? Now, I know it sounds crazy. Because as I told you guys, my dad is gone. But this is a part of my healing process. I went through a rant. And I was in a very rocky, emotional space. And when I do that, I talk to my spirit guides. I talk to my ancestors. I talk to God. And I want to say Jesus for some reason. I want to say Jesus. Thank you. Um, I, I would go on these rants and sometimes a blame game. That I will go on. This at this time, I just felt like, man, why do I have this thing in me that I gotta kill myself for everything I want? I gotta. I'm always struggling. I always feel like it's a struggle. It's always a struggle, 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 struggle. I always gotta push this, this, that, and the third. I don't know how to accept things. I don't know how to accept people. I don't accept help, right? And it kept going back to me hearing my dad say, when I asked for things like get a job or when I needed something or I wanted something, he wouldn't get it for me or just all this crazy stuff, right? I've always been where I've always worked. I always had a job since I was like 12. I, I started working, right? Um, but our whole, this day, I just was going through this whole rant, this brat, it was brattiness in there. It was unloved, unhappy, just feeling neglected. And that's a lot of my abandonment issues, neglection, feeling neglected, feeling like, man, why you didn't care enough for me to just like help me get out of this? Like you should have gave me the things that I wanted at the time. You know, like I was just going through all of these things. And um, I was, I went off. I was cursing. I was just like, you fucked me up I can honestly say like that's what I said I was like you fucked me up you allowed me to feel like I had to I felt burnt out is what I felt at that moment I felt burnt out and I, I've always felt like that I'm gonna be honest I always felt like I was burnt out because I always had to go and figure it out I always had to go and get it I never felt like there was a this is how you do it. When it came down to my relationship with my dad or with my parents, um, I can say like, you know, they, they did the best that they could with what they, what they had. You know, I told, tell you guys how my mom is always kind of like, you know, try, she's always been like my cheerleader and things like that. 
Um, so she did the best she could with what she had. She's still learning. You know, she's still learning. So that's not this is not a beat me up or beat anybody up because at the end of the day, I recognize some things. Excuse me, guys. I recognize that my parents, I think I said this before, that my parents are the age that I am now when I was a teenager. So they were still figuring things out as well, right? Nobody is perfect. Um, but that day, bro, I went on a rant. I, I cussed, I fussed, I cried, I screamed, I yelled, I just did all of this. And I had to let some things out because just because a person isn't here anymore doesn't mean that they were all right. Just because a person has transcended or they're not alive on this earth anymore doesn't mean that everything that they did was okay. Everything he did was not okay. It wasn't. Um, everything I did wasn't okay. But I realized that, realized a few things. I give myself grace in the situation with my dad as well because I was still young. When my dad died, I was 20, right? And I didn't know much of anything. Um, I, I think I shared with you guys that through my childhood and adult teenage, teenage, as a teenager, my dad was, he was never in and out of my life, but he was in and out of jail. And during those times, I felt neglected. And then during those times when he returned home, I felt even more neglected. I felt hated. I felt unloved. I felt rejected. I felt all of these things because our relationship was so bad. And really all I wanted was to be a daddy's girl. That's my truth. All I wanted at that time was to be a daddy's girl. And I wasn't receiving that. And so it rolls back to, it, it comes back to where I am now in my life. Um, where I was with my husband. My husband was my knight in shining armor when I was a teenager because me and my dad was in street. So I could run to him and be up under him. So I spent a lot of time up under my husband as a teenager. He was my codependency. That's where I found my love. That's where I, I um, what is the word? I substituted the love for my dad that I needed from my dad I got it from him. And then over the years, when I did not, when I wasn't consistently feeling it or we weren't loving each other as much, I felt, again, I felt like, damn, over time, different relationships. Even when me and my husband wasn't together as um, boyfriend and girlfriend and I went off into other relationships. I'm telling you guys this because I'm unpacking it. And the same way that I'm unpacking it. Okay, so listen, I want to get back to the episode, but I have to acknowledge the Queen Spotlight for this week. Our Queen Spotlight is Miss Ambry Jones. She is the owner and the founder of She Candle Co., a luxury bath and body brand company. Ambry is an advocate for unapologetic self-care and lover of all things luxury. Go to the She Candle Co. on Instagram and sign up for her, new, for her newsletter to learn about date nights. And listen, remember, 
self-care is sexy. And the same way that I'm unpacking it, I want you guys to be able to unpack your, your stuff as well. But I realized that outside of the relationship with my husband, I would go off and have other friends and kind of date, but not really date. Just have them around. We were kicking it or whatever, whatever was happening. But I always felt like I needed a man in my space. Like, I honestly, I can say that I never took time to work on myself. And that's why God is doing what he's doing to me right now. He snatched somebody out of my life that I honestly, truly loved. The, the man I was just with, I love that man. But I realized that two things. He wasn't for me. Like, I thought that he was. Right? And I never experienced just being alone longer than a year like and and when i wasn't alone when i was alone i put so much focus on just my children and oh how to get it how to make it how to do never spent enough time with chanel doing the things that chanel loved to do consistently building chanel up consistently working towards my dreams consistently Understanding who I am as a woman or as a person consistently. Yes, I'm, I'm growing and I'm, I'm glowing and I'm showing up and for, for on social media. Everything looks great and perfect, but my truth is my truth. I was not working on Chanel consistently. And it, 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 it's terrible that it took me to be in another relationship, for me to find myself, for me to be forced to look at myself. And I don't know, for me, I think it's terrible. Maybe it's not, but I had to go through a heartbreak, heart, heart wrenching, y'all, gut wrenching heartbreak for me to step back out and see who I am. And really connect with it and not say to myself, um, let me see if I'm not confusing. Sorry, guys. Oh, no, it hasn't. Let me stop. Let me stop. Sorry, guys. Um, I like my diffuser on because it helps me breathe. Right now, my, my breathing is terrible. Okay, I'm back. Um, Going through going through that process for me was just like, why do you why do you take yourself through all of this? But I had to look back at it and realize like I wanted validation. I needed validation from a, from a man, and I didn't even and it, you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? I'm gonna tell you what's crazy. With my strong willed self and. How independent I've always been and all of those things. I never would have thought in my right mind that that's something I would feel like that's what I needed. But I had to unpack. I had to really unpack and realize what I was doing to myself. Like realize that, you know, Chanel, no. You think that you're okay. But really, you're searching for the love that your dad did not give you. Or that you didn't feel from your dad, because I'm not gonna say my dad didn't love me. My dad did love me. 
my dad had a lot of personal issues that he was trying to work through and he didn't really know how to do it all. He could not balance me. Yes, I felt like he gave love to other children more than he did to me. But I also realized that he, he had a lot of other stuff that he was dealing with. So I can't say that he didn't love me, but he did not show me the, um, he didn't validate me as a girl, as a, as a, as a daughter. Um, he never told, I never heard him tell me that I was beautiful. Nope. I, and I'm, like I said, I'm unpacking as well. But no, he's never told me that. I've never heard him really say that you're beautiful. Um, unless I was a child, really, really young. He's always told me that he's loved me. But I've never seen it like people think. Because the way people see things on the outside is not exactly what is being shown in, on the inside. I think a lot of you guys can relate to that. Like, you know, sometimes we show these things to other people or we have this audience that believe like, oh, they're perfect. That's, that's how I, me and my husband's relationship was. People knew that we went through our stuff, but they didn't know half of what was going on. And they also, a lot of people really looked up to our relationship. A lot of people really thought that we, I'm sorry, guys, I know it's a lot of smoke, um, but I needed to breathe. A lot of people really looked up to us, but our stuff was messy, messy. You know, it was messy. It wasn't, it wasn't given what it was, what it should have been at the time. And it was like that in my family, you know, the outside looked amazing or great, but at home it was messy. A lot of days it was hell for me. So I'm learning like that I can't run anymore. I can't run from my past. I have to identify with when I'm looking for something from a man because I shouldn't, I shouldn't have to, I should not, I should not be looking for a man to make me happy. I should not be looking for a man to validate me. I should not be looking for a man to love me more than I love myself. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I should not have this thought that, um, that I am not good enough or why am I not, why don't you love me? How could you not love me? You know, knowing, because I know I'm a beautiful person. I know who I am on the inside, but I also know that, excuse me, I also know that I have a lot of my stuff as well, you know? Um, and that was the initial thought that I had because I had been in relationships with men that were chasing me or that men that with men that silently really did want me. And it was just like when these breakups or when these things happen, it's like after all of this and, and not just that, after I poured my energy and my soul and my spirit into you, how could you not want me? I shouldn't even look at it like that. I should look at it like, 
girl, you do you know who you are? Like, stop forgetting who you are because at the end of the day, it has nothing to do with them wanting you. Some people are just not, some people are just not in their own, they're not, they're not where they're supposed to be to even want you. Sometimes you're letting people in your space that don't even belong in your space, love. You're allowing people in your space for the bare minimum. And you know why? Back to unpacking. Because I, I felt like I got less than the bare minimum. I felt like maybe I only got the bare minimum growing up. It has nothing to do with materialistic. It's a, it's a space of love that, you know, love and guidance and friendship and relationship and all of those things that I lack. I, I can honestly say that. I'm not talking about my mother, you know, I've had my issues there, but I did realize that that's where I felt like I lacked. And I have to be real with myself and honest about that. And I have to, and it's not a blame game. It's none of that. Sometimes we just got to face what it is. And now we got to figure out how to get over it. And that we're not going to keep blaming where we are or where we were. Or, excuse me, or who put us there. We can't keep doing that. We can't, goodness, I keep having this thing. Wait. Um, you can't keep blaming the world for where you are because now that you've identified with it, you have to make a decision to fix it. You have to. You have to make a decision to say, okay, yeah, that's where I was. That's where I've been. How do I make this right now? How do I identify with Chanel and where she needs to be? How do I stop looking for somebody to love me and love myself enough that anybody that comes in my space, that's a bonus and that's a bonus for them because I should love myself and overflow enough that anything that pours into me is going to run over anyway. That's where I need to be and that's where I desire to be. That my cup runneth over with love for myself. That my cup runneth over with appreciation for myself. That my cup, cup runneth over with validation. With validation for myself. Not me chasing after daddy's love. Yeah, I, been, I felt it. I knew what I was doing. No, that's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. I didn't know what I was doing. I did not know that I was chasing after the love from my father. I didn't. It took me time to realize that. But I did realize that I wanted validation. And that I wanted it from a man. And I wanted him to love me and give me the utmost attention because of what I lacked. I did. But not realizing that it all stemmed back to what I did not receive. So now I'm working on that. I'm working on <sighs> digging deeper within me. So with all of that said, because I did decide that I'm keeping our conversations short. <laughs> um, with all of that said, 
I want you to do the same. I pray that you do the same. If you are in a space of trying to heal yourself, first of all, turn to God and ask him, what am I missing? Because I'm going on this journey and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find myself and I'm trying to understand why do I keep going in circles with my lifestyle, going in circles with these men? Why am I dating the same type of man? Why am I allowing the same type of people in my space? Why is it that every person that comes in my life, especially in a relationship, they're healing or going through the same type of hurt in some kind of way? I need to identify with that. God, help me to identify with what that is and give me the strategy, the strategy and the structure to fix it. Teach me how to heal. I did this thing with myself and I'm still doing this thing with myself. I have a mentor, a spiritual mentor who I turn to sometimes and she brought it back up to me and she told me that I needed to talk to my younger self again. I needed to speak to her and I had did this thing some time ago, which I'm going to do it again. I closed my eyes. I turned on some meditation music, which I usually go to YouTube and find something that's going to like relax me, but also help clear my mind and my thoughts. And I just let it play. And I listened to it so, so deeply that everything in my thoughts clear out. And then I have an intention. And my intention is meeting with my younger self. I saw my younger self on so many Oof. forgive me y'all but it's it was a lot I saw my younger self so many different spaces I saw her with her braids and at the age of like three and four and then I specifically saw her One of my birthday parties, I had this big curly ponytail. I had on some leggings, some pink leggings. I was at Shake and Bake. Shake and Bake is a um, in Baltimore, Baltimore City. Um, it's a skating ring, and when I was a little girl, I had a party there. And I had on this white shirt, this white button-up shirt that tied up at the bottom. And I had on some blush pink leggings. And I had on some brown skates. And I had on these earrings, some bamboo earrings that had mini mouse in them. And I walked up to her. And I introduced myself to her. And I told her that it's going to be okay. 
And when I looked into her eyes, and she looked so innocent. I am not going to cry today because I cried on the last episode. <laughs> but she looked so innocent. And so beautiful. And told her, you're going to be okay. And I know you have received so much. And, it, and you're protected. And I'm watching over you, girl. And I got down to her level. And I gave her a hug. Girl, I'm not going to cry. <laughs> I'm not. I gave her a hug. And I hugged her so tight. That I could feel my energy. I could feel our energies transferring from one to another. I needed her to know that she was loved. Because I'm not going to say that I didn't know that I was to love back then. Because I knew that I was loved. I felt like my mother loved me. My daddy loved me. I was a little girl, but as I grew older, I lost that. I didn't feel it. Oh gosh, I don't want to make this a sad, everything sad, but this healing is real. It's real. And Sometimes when you are healing, you really got to go through so many different emotions. Um, I, I needed her to know at that age that she was going to be okay. Because she won't grow up. And you're going to have so many different situations that come your way. And they may make you feel like you are not loved. But just know that I am here. And that you are loved. And although you are going to be strong, it's okay for you to be vulnerable. That was... I cried. Once I hugged her, I could feel me breaking down. And I broke down. But after my meditation was done, I mean, I watched her. I watched her skate. I watched her share that time with her family. I watched her cut her Minnie Mouse cake open. I watched her process during that day. And I'm realizing that my higher self is watching me. My higher self is 
telling me that I am going to be okay. My higher self expresses that to me. It is guiding me. And now that I'm old enough, gosh, I don't know if it's the hair that keep making me cry or what, because I don't be crying as much as your hair. <laughs> but my higher self is guiding me. As myself today was a part of the guidance of my childhood and the guidance of my adolescence because who I am now I saw parts of her I made some decisions that may have turned me and took me through other doors that may have not been the, the ways that I was supposed to go, but maybe it was. Maybe maybe the way that I was supposed to move is where I am right now because I had to go through certain processes just for me, right? But my inkling and my spirit to want to be who oh, this person, this, this creative, this writer, this all of these things, she was there. She was there when I was a kid. She was there when I became an adult. When I was as a, as a teenager. So I've told you that story. Um, and I urge you to do the same. And I know that it's not going to be an easy process. I went over my time, but it's okay. I know that it was not. it would not be an easy process for you to go back and meet, meet her or meet him. But I urge you to do that. I urge you to start unpacking just so you could become a better person too. So that we can work through this journey together. Find out who you are, who you who you were back then, and and be okay with, with learning about yourself. Be okay with man, like in some of your time, you know, may have been harder or more traumatic than mine, but I'm gonna tell you this. There's no way for us to heal if we don't unpack where we were. It, we, we can't run from that. I've, I've seen what it looks like when people try to bury it. You can't run from that. So just go back. I urge you to meditate on that. Meet your youngest self. I write to my youngest self. My spiritual mentor told me to write to her. So I write to her. And even now, when I'm writing to her now, I want to know how she's doing. Maybe I'll tap back into my younger self and maybe she'll tell me how she's doing. Because she's still there. She's still there. Little Chanel is definitely still there. And she shows up, y'all. She shows up. She shows up in the stuff I just told you about. In the hurt. She shows up in my creativity. She shows up. So I need to have a relationship with my younger self. It's doing something for me. I'm not just talking. I'm telling y'all for real. It's doing something for me. So I urge that for you. Try it. See what it feels like for you. See, take yourself through that process. Journal. Write about it. 
if there's somebody that you need to give grace to or somebody that you need to have an understanding of why they were the way that they were, unpack that too. Should you give them grace for whatever? Well, who were they before this happened to you? Who were they when this happened to you? It's not us giving them a way out, but you got to forgive for you. You got to forgive for you. You got to move on for you. You got to unpack for you. You got to heal for you. Nobody else. I urge you to take this time to do, you know, to do the work. And I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear about your process. I would love for you to, you can DM me at the Queen's Corner on, um, the, at the Queen's Corner podcast on Instagram. Um, I told you guys about the, our Facebook page, the Queen's Corner Facebook page. I want you guys to utilize those places for us to talk and discuss um, these type of these type of topics. Uh, you are if you're if you're not on the YouTube page, check out the YouTube page. You can watch the videos. I'm gonna start putting a few more things up there, but I want to get solid with my videos right now. So um, if you are not watching this on YouTube, check it out on YouTube as well. At the Queen's Corner podcast by Chanel Serenita. And again, I would love to hear from you. So I love you. I will see you guys soon. Be good, be great, be amazing. And love on yourself. Love on yourself, girl. Thank you for tuning in to another fire episode of the Queen's Corner. Please like, subscribe, and share with another queen. Love you, girl.